You're listening to Best Friends Catching Up. The Mark and Joe Show. Oh! Aladdin. Oh my god, man. Oh, I'm getting pop-ups, man. Is it the 90s? What do you got? You got LimeWire? <laughs> I got Kaspersky wants to give me a free... That won't even let me fucking close it. Oh my god. <clears throat> Who's Kaspersky? Copernicus? <laughs> It's funny that you said Aladdin because the other uh, day I messaged Emil at like 5 a.m. and I was like, do you want the Aladdin news or the Aladdin news? <laughs> and he said the Aladdin news. <laughs> and I told him, you're HIV. Aladdin. That's <laughs> such a good bit. <laughs> such a funny bit, man. Dude, look at you. Eh? Both of us just in the rut. Shirts off, hair not cut, but we don't care. <laughs> oh, dude, that's actually on uh, my whiteboard is to get a haircut before your big wedding. Uh, I thought you were about to say on your whiteboard was to do a European section to your best man speech. A European? European uh, segment. On oh, uh, uh, have cigarettes, half uh, hour, drink uh, olive oil, go to discotheque. <laughs> That's another good bit. We're just on a we're on. It's like we're freaking on BitTorrent right now. <laughs> oh, dude, Joe's buzzing. He just went for a fourteen k. Mark just worked out in the freaking gardens all day. It's it's just like old times, man. It's best friends catching up old times. Joe's flexing, showing how big and buff he is. Mm-hmm. We'd be a good little crew, eh, Joe? Like in the on the battlefield. I feel like we you, could be. You'd, uh... You would you would be holding the big like broadsword, and you would be like, rah, like oh, like you're going that far Viking. back. And mm-hmm. I would kind of just be like kind of like going through the woods very sneakily and just kind of like oh i feel like yeah you ever seen robin hood i haven't no well uh or like do you know of robin hood i know he steals from the rich and gives to the poor (laughs) oh my god he's got a buddy called little john who's not little at all whoa the rapper robin hood yeah the (laughs) (laughs) okay uh folks here folks uh welcome back to another episode after a brief hiatus life just kind of got a little you know how life goes eh? it just kind of life has its own momentum (laughs) sometimes it just gets tucked in and uh sleep in you miss a you miss an appointment Yeah, no, we were just kind of just pumping along there, just growing our empires respectively, as I'm sure everyone else here was. But we're back here. You might be wondering what the fuck you're even listening to. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It's Best Friends Catching Up, the Mark and Joe Show. I'm Mark. And I'm Joe. Let's go! Nice. 
this, man. Dude, this might even be 49. We might be one away from 50. This is 49. I think so. I don't know, though. Let's, should we, you know what? Let's fact check it. Fuck it. Fuck it. Fact check. No, we don't. We don't fact check on this. Podcast. Jamie, pull that up. I'm just gonna make you full screen. Oh, that's much better. Yeah, yeah Jamie. Yeah, uh, what episode are we on? Yeah. Uh, let's that. see here. We've got best friends catching up. Every like I don't know month or so, I go and look at our um our our, our podcast performance on Anchor, and it's uh it's kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like growth stocks over the past uh, six months. Steady decline. Yeah, uh, this is actually episode. But then every now and then we get a little dead cat bounce, you know. Every now and then some people just freaking get after it. Uh, yeah, this is episode forty nine, which is oh, kind wow. of exciting, dude. That's insane. Do you remember what we talked about on the first episode, mm. or do you even remember what it's called? Do you remember anything about it, dude? How about we just ask Jamie to pull it up? Um, dude, the first episode is called. Go back through some of the titles. Okay, here we'll we'll oh, yeah. So we've got celery salt. That was uh 2018. We started this thing. Uh, we got a kid's quiche. I remember that. I I remember that whole bit. Yeah, the kid's quiche. <laughs> yeah, we got. You're working as a server. Yeah. <laughs> what was the what was the kids' quiche again? It was like I, every now and then I'd like to fuck with the kitchen ca- uh, stuff, and I'd walk back when I was a food runner, and I'd be like, "Hey, like uh, ordering new uh, two chicken sandwiches, one kids' quiche," and they'd be like, <laughs> they'd look at me be like, "The fuck." <laughs> yeah, we've got running home two five four. That's when the boys and you did that. Uh, little run to homecoming pretty much an an excuse so that they could just go party at homecoming yeah well you can call it that but i don't know i think we we raised like 10 grand for a charity (laughs) (laughs) i was was like do you even remember which one (laughs) it's mind over matter but mind over miles oh yeah that was it wasn't that um who's virginia virginia's yes she was she was running a marathon, man. What a full circle experience for yes. the whole. Yes, yes, mind over matter, miles or whatever. It was her. It was like a mental health charity, right? Like yeah. fundraising effort. Cool. Yeah. Man, Sorry. keep going. Let's do the first ten episodes. This is yeah. actually really fun. Man. All right. Um, we've got Peruvian trout. That was Emil's first. Emil's uh, first episode. Yeah. He, that was uh, the first, I think maybe the fir- last time that we had f- uh, fun fish facts with the meal. Yeah, first and it was, last. That segment kind of died on Peruvian trout. We've got Alfredo sauce. I don't even really remember what that was about. Must have been creamy. Uh, we got wet willy style. <laughs> <laughs> These are some great titles. Man. Yeah, and Darwin was poor. Oh, the rice incident feat Lindsay Ray. <laughs> Is that when I got sick off rice? That's when you or... ate rice out of a vat for five days unrefrigerated in the rut. Man, you know what I want to... Uh, when you first said the rice incident, the first thing that came to my mind, and I I feel like I, like 10 years on from it happening, I owe the world an apology. Mm. It's... Uh, I was at Newdorf's and Isaac Pickle's house. They were in second year of university. We were in third year. Okay. 
we were at their house. I think four, it was four, like the wait, first. this was four forty yeah. Johnson, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. This was like one of the first keggers they had. Yeah, and I was just well liquored. I, I think that was like a pretty. That was some of the darker days for me in yeah. terms of just third year self control of. Yeah. Just finding myself. Yeah. But uh, finding the. Yeah. I grabbed a bag of like uncooked rice, like a one kilogram bag. Oh no. And I just ripped it. Oh. Or it ripped, or there was already, I don't know. You ripped it open. And I just, I, I ripped it open. <laughs> Gotta come clean. Come I clean, bro. Yeah. I ripped it. <laughs> and I just scattered the rice everywhere. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I threw the bag across the car. Oh, rice no. everywhere. There's probably a no. million grains of rice in their house. Did people, that- did people love it though? Honestly, I don't think really anyone noticed. And in my, <laughs> I was like, I think people are going to love this. And actually, you know what? The only person who noticed was Pickle, like oh, the guy's no. house it was. And he Pickle. was so disappointed in me. Oh, I bet. And I, I just saw his like perception of me change instantly. Yeah. Yeah. No, Pickle is like, like kind of the, he's like, being like, just what the fuck, man? Yeah. Who are you, dude? <laughs> he was, he's, yeah, dude. Like, yeah, dude. Jesus wouldn't do that. Hit, hit me with some more. Uh, keep going with the, the episodes. I feel like it's jogging some interesting. Uh... Mm. Joe, tell the folks what's going on in a couple weeks. Saving that actually for uh, episode 50. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting married, man. Be-oo. Getting hitched. Yellers getting hitched. Alfred Hitchcock. Alex Sherratt, if you hear this podcast, this is a secret invitation. Yeah, Nikki. Nikki doesn't know. Alex, come. Come, You and Dana. Get a ride. Just show up. We will find. There's a table that has six people at it. Dude, Alex, you should come. Get a ride with my parents. Well, our parents. Well, I guess our parent. Um, you should come, Alex. Hey, they're my parents too. And uh, yeah, Joe, Joe, you should come, Alex. Kind of like a secret invite. This is kind of cool. Any other secret invites you want to give out? (laughs) Yeah, a guy from work. His name is Street Meat Pete. (laughs) Come on down, Street Meat. Do not bring any of the weird shit you bring to work, please. What, like like ferrets and stuff, or what, what weird stuff does he bring to work? No, he doesn't bring any weird stuff to work. But he's a <laughs> Maybe he's pretty talking. interesting dude. His yeah. uh, <laughs> street meat peeps his dating profile name. Mm, how does that play? Apparently, well, but this is coming from him. So, <laughs> dude, what? So, so you're in like you're in the final, you're in the two minute drill right now, eh? Yeah. Like planning this wedding. Tell me a little bit about it. How's it going? Uh-huh. How's Nikki doing? What's up? Because we're, we're just com- we're just coming to the party. Like, I've got your speech on my whiteboard, but that's about it. We're I've in got, the we're in the two minute drill. I look at it every day. It just says best man speech. Nikki is Tom Brady right now. Yeah. And I and I'm the ball. Oh. And she's just driving us down the field. Yeah. She has all the control. The coaches are putting in plays. She doesn't give a fuck. Audible, yeah. left and right. I'm getting slinged around the park. Yeah. Don't even know which way is up. But somehow we just keep driving forward. 
Yeah, you're just like just rip, and mm. you kind mm. of know what's mm. gonna happen at the end of the drive, right? You know, but we need the ball was placed on the two yard line. Oh. We left ourselves an incredible task to accomplish in these in this final two minute drive. But yeah. fucking Nicky's an absolute general. Wow, what sort of? Well, who's their primary receiver that she's really throwing the ball to? Indy. <laughs> Fucking Indy's going down the field. Yeah. Now her primary receiver, we got in the slot, we got Capers catering. Mm. Going down the high post, we got stage one sound. Oh. They're bringing in the, the jukes. Oh. Dropping back in the backfield, we got wedding planner, Virginia Charbonneau. At a girl, Virginia. <laughs> And then we got our kind of our shifty Wes Welker type yeah. photographer, Josh Sauer. Ooh. Just in there. He's. Mm, mm. Yeah. Like you wake up at like five in the morning and he's like in your closet, kind of just like taking a picture of you. Just yeah. like, oh. It's like, just wanted to see how the morning lighting kisses your face. Yeah. He's kind of. I'm just, leaving now. He's, yeah. He's getting acquainted with the subjects. Uh, we actually had a. Do you have speaking any... of getting acquainted, we had a. Uh, Kind of like, I guess you call it an engagement photo shoot, even though it happened 10 months after we got engaged. Sure. But it was mostly, it was like, it was part of the package and it was mostly, the way I see it, it's like a practice, you know? Mm-hmm. Getting to know the guy. It's nice. It's nice to build a rapport with the photographer. It turns out it's pretty important. Absolutely. But, uh, yeah. You kind of want it. Yeah. You want it to be natural. You don't want, uh, also, like, I feel like I have no practice in terms of like how to like take nice professional photos and like how to how to stand. It's not like you're, it's not like everything's so posed, but there is some stuff you yeah. can do to not look like such a freaking idiot. Yeah, totally. No, so for sure, that's nice. He was really good, man. The photographer, Josh, was he was I was really impressed at just how, like, he it's just simple, easy instructions. Yeah, like he just boils yeah. it down to its most simple element. Like he just tells you what to do without telling you like, okay, now hold your arm, hold, yeah. now turn your head this way. He'll just be like, okay, now smell her ear. Oh, he's like, okay, that's bizarre, but like, and then you do it, and he shows you the picture. Like, that's like from a yeah, like a love movie, a uh-huh. poster or something. Yeah, yeah, smell. <laughs> Smell her ear, folks. Now pick through her hair like a monkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, find the grace. Find the grace, you monkey. Uh, dude, nice. Wow, that's an all-star lineup. And is, do you have like any? Is there like a Randy Moss, or is there like a? Randy Moss is the bartender, oh. and he's going deep all fucking night. <laughs> guys, guys, we got, we got. They're making sours. They got egg whites all mm. whipped up, ready to go. Like we got a legit bar. Mm. They're not just cracking beers and handing them to you. Yeah, I heard he's been going down to the local honey bee farmer and just kind of getting some fresh honey. This past weekend, Mark, we went. We hit up like all the LCBOs of town because we one they like kind of. There's some stuff that wasn't in stock at certain ones, so we had to kind of run around. We went. Yeah. Went to four LCBOs and like three beer stores on the weekend, because yeah. we're also just paranoid. Like if you if you buy like a thousand dollars worth of shit, they start asking like, "Do you have a permit for this stuff?" And oh. like, and we don't need one, yeah, because we're on private property nice. and it's not like a hotel, you know, because yeah. we're on private property and we're not selling it, right? We actually don't need a permit, but there's some real like 
there's some real Andes out there, and they just like they're like, oh, uh, yeah. you have. Yeah, the one guy who's asking us about our permit, we're like trying to explain to him that we don't need it. So we're like, let's just avoid this and buy like seven hundred dollars worth of shit at like every LCBO. Yeah, be like we're having a party. You ever party freaking square? It's so fun shopping for <laughs> liquor. Like we spent thirty five hundred on <sighs> liquor and and beer. We got a thousand ounces of liquor and five hundred beers. Dude, this is and be such a party. 50 bottles of wine oh. and 25 bottles of Prosecco. I'm I gotta start preparing, I gotta start like doing enemas and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, we recommend that all our guests get a full colonoscopy <laughs> in preparation, just clear yourself right out. Yeah, wow, dude, everyone's going on a bus, Mark. Yeah, yeah, no, I. You're have, uh... you're going not on a bus, but uh, so how it works, folks, is Nicole and I are getting married a little bit outside of Kingston because that's how it worked out for the venue we wanted. Hey, but getting out there, it's like a bit in the country. In the country, is it in? And, is uh, Joe? Where is it specifically? Is it in? It's in, it's in Tamworth. No, is it in God's country? <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so we're taking a bus, school bus, two to the seat. No hands. Yeah, don't get handsy on the way there. Anything don't, goes on the way back. Not, yeah, exactly. Two, we're taking two buses down, one bus back. We're going four to seat on the way back. Yeah, it's going to kind of uh, spill into a little bit of a... Is there any... Um, when's the yeah. last bus go back from the venue? 2 a.m. Is Nice. Is there... Is that's it? That's the end of the night? Honestly, if we don't want to leave at 2 a.m., like, fuck it, you know? I don't know. Okay, all right, nice. We'll all figure right. it out. Okay. We'll figure something out. Yeah, love it. I love it. I don't know. Yeah, you kind of want to party to the, the buses wouldn't. The buses wouldn't leave after 2. They're being, they're being lame. So right. I'm sure we can find somewhere to after party. Actually, you're gonna have to go. You're gonna have to go. Uh, you know. That's like uh, I'm trying to remember the. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the movie Spaceballs, and he's like, "We need the nuclear launch codes." And he's like, "Preparing the nuclear launch codes." One, the guy who's got the who's putting the code in, he confirms. One, two, three, three, four, four, five, fire the nukes. <laughs> and then the freaking guy is like, that's the same code as my luggage. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know. What Dude, wow. Nice reference. Anything else going on in your life, or are you just kind of singular focus right now? You're still exercising a bunch, aren't you? Yeah, Nicole and I actually, uh, you know what? I after the tri- I did a triathlon. Oh yeah, tell us about that. I will, I will. But first, Nicole and I have a running kind of a bet. Okay. Um, four days ago, I said to her, I "said Nikki, it's twenty days remaining to the wedding. I want to make a bet." Who can exercise the most days 
out of the 20. Nice. Every day you exercise, even if it's for 15 minutes, if you do something, counts. You get nice. one point. Love that. And the winner receives a one hour long professional quality massage. massage. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's a great little bet. Like so, so that. far it's been four days and it's four to four. Yeah, I love that. Love that, Joseph. Yeah, and then uh, the triathlon. Oh my God. Mark, it was the most fucked thing I've ever done. Really? Harder than the marathon. Whoa. Yeah. How long did it take you? Three hours and 58 minutes. Mm, so more time than the marathon took, right? Yeah, by half an hour. And uh, wow, so I'll run the, you through what, what it. Was was, so, what was so hard? It's just, well, it's a big, it's a long effort. It's just as long as the marathon, right? So that's, there's that. Uh, and then I just wasn't as, um, I, I didn't pace as well. Yeah. I kind of paid the price. What was the hardest? That was hard. What was the hardest one? The hardest was the run, but just because it came at the end. But the hardest, like in terms of how I think I did compared to my peers, I think this, I did the worst on the swim. Mm. Even though I would say I'm not a bad swimmer, what I really struggled with was my sighting. I wasn't swimming straight. Oh. Like you have to swim out to a buoy and then you turn at that buoy and you go to another, yeah. like, you know, the course. So, so just so everyone knows, it was a 2K swim, yeah. a 56 kilometer bike, uh -huh. and then a 15K run, which roughly equates to like a third of an Ironman. Right. Uh, and roughly. And, uh, the swim is 2K if you, like, swim it as the crow flies. You know, like, you swim the most direct good line. If the crow like, is, my, like, drunk. Dude, my watch, when I got out of the water, said I swam 2.5K. And it's, oh. like, pretty accurate, man. I swam oh. an extra 500 meters because so I was just zigging and zagging like a freaking idiot. Yeah, like a fish. Like a dumb fish. I was also just not used to swimming so many people around me. And yeah. it was, like, if that's what I, I heard. It didn't really bother me, but I do feel like I just threw off my rhythm a bit. Like, I just didn't feel as, like, smooth. Yeah, you were getting battered probably by the Dude, sometimes you just get, like, slapped in the back. You're like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. You're like, hey, oh, hands off my dick. What was fucked, too, Mark? So the, I thought the swim was going to take me 40 minutes, and it took me 50. Okay. Which, like, kind of makes sense. Like, I was basically swimming the 40-minute pace. I just swam that extra fucking yeah. 500 meters. Um. But, uh... During the swim, both of my legs, I'm 1,500 meters into this 2K, both my legs cramp. Really? Full send cramp, like after a night of drinking style. Bro, and, uh, what, I, from what I've heard, did, were you, are you kicking real hard? No, but you know what? I, I, was, I was high. Man, I was so hydrated, so well-fueled, so yeah. like I slept well. I did all the preparation properly. Uh, it wasn't that. Uh, you know what it was, man? I'm convinced of it. After the first K, I noticed. I'm like, man, I'm not. One, I'm getting passed by a shit ton of people, but like, I'm not swimming in a straight line. Like, I keep having to correct my course by huge amounts, uh. and it made me really uh, conscious of it. And I started swimming differently than I normally swim. Yeah. I started yeah. lifting my head like every fourth, fifth stroke to check where I was going. Yeah. And I feel like it really stiffened me up. I was just swimming really stiff. Uh. I wasn't feeling smooth and then I started cramping and I was just thinking, this is so fucked, man. I'm like 30 minutes into a four hour exercise and, you're and I'm already cramping. Yeah, that's not, that's not good for the head, for the mentality. But then, uh, 
I was like, just make it to shore. Like I had to stop and tread water. I couldn't swim. I'm wow. like, man, I might need to call this fucking kayak. Well, I know I could tread water with just my arms, but yeah, I'm like I'm full of cramping. I'm in. I'm gonna drown. <laughs> yeah, bro. Once I got out of the water, I was like, okay, they feel all right. And then on the bike, like I probably got passed by a hundred people on the swim. On the bike, I passed a hundred people. Ayo. I was like Lance Armstrong in that thing. I was just in the full tuck. Yeah. Two nutted that, lance. But that's what was fucked, man. It was just too exciting to pass all these people. And like I got mm. so worked up and I was just pushing like so hard on the bike. I was biking like 40 kilometers an hour. Mm. And uh and I just saved nothing. And then you just got worked <laughs> on the run. <laughs> The first 5K of the run is the most pain I have ever been in in Whoa. my fucking life. Wow. Exercise ever. Wow. My quads felt like they had knives in them. Oh. Like, yeah, I'm thinking of that scene in Rick in Talladega Nights where he's like, I'm fucking paralyzed, man. <laughs> he's like, no, Ricky Bobby, you're not paralyzed. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, shit. yeah. He stabs himself with a knife. Yeah, that's a great reference. Yeah. Knifeman. And after 5K my like you just like, everything kind of settled in under me i had a kilometer i'm like that didn't feel that bad mm. and then the last 10k i was cruising again i was like running great yeah and i actually fully salvaged it because my goal was four hours yeah and at the 5k mark of that run i'm like there's no way i'm gonna make it uh-huh. i basically needed to run like a five minute kilometer for the last 10k and i and i did and i made uh-huh. the goal three hours 58 a boy. Good job, buddy. Congrats. It's really awesome to see all the uh, exercising feats you've been putting on your mantle lately. I really, I really, I'm stoked for you. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. Thanks, man. That's hype. Dude, speaking of feats, Chimpo's about to run a fucking Ironman. He's about to do an Ironman in Barcelona. Is, is he, is he doing it? Like when? Yeah, he's doing it. It's October the 5th or some shit. He's doing an Ironman. He's going to be fine, dude. He's a specimen. I've never met anyone like Marnus. It's crazy. Why do people call him Chimpo or, or Chimpy? We kind of all just call each other Chimpy, but he's probably the most monkey-like out of the three of us. <laughs> it's just kind of fun to just take on a chimp, chimp persona, especially when you're like going in the river and just bathing around. We are all just monkeys after all. Dude, I've been kind of feel. I did. I've. I've. Re, I. Uh, I've made it a goal of mine to be able to run again. So to, I've got to fix my knee. So I've been going to physio for the past uh, couple weeks, once a week, mm-hmm. and I'm actually doing the exercises, which is rare for me. I usually just like I'm like ah oh, fix me, and then I just don't do anything at home. But mm-hmm. I've been doing the exercises and the stretches, and I've got this program, and hopefully I'll be able to to run again. But I've been in a pretty good exercise regimen as well, like with just biking and playing tennis and rugby practice is starting up again so what's the status of rugby we have an exhibition game this weekend so did you guys move up a league since you won last yeah, year they like they blended so there were there were four leagues and now there's three and they essentially blended the middle two leagues together so yes yeah, so, so you didn't really move up or kind of we like, like didn't really but we kind of did i don't know we'll see the, the what the what number league were you before out of four three and now and now you're in two middle yeah right. exactly yeah. so it's like a marginal move up but uh we'll see the competition will be better which will be good but i don't really know anything i just show up and play show up and step dude my mentality is i'm 
gonna kind of treat the season like i'm a beast and like no one can stop me like i'm gonna mm. kinda, i'm gonna kind of play rugby like i am fucking sick play every game like it's an alumni game yeah ex- that's exactly the mentality yeah just, just go in there and be like these fucking pussies these pussies exactly first year bitches yeah and then just go ricky mcstepstable what's yeah. your go-to step left like so like ball in two hands mm-hmm. there's a little bit of like if i'm looking at the defender on where do you head, look if so that's the thing i'm looking at him he had like there's space to his left or to, to my left his right then i look right where the space isn't swipe the left leg like i'm running to where there's no space and then plant right and then actually go where the space is so like oh that's my go-to. Like the deception's really yeah. in the head. And yeah, the and, where, and where you look, like so, you like freaking swipe left foot, like you're planting to run to the right, and then that that right foot like plants and then goes the other way. That's my go- that's my like most goatee step for sure. Yeah. Do you watch any rugby? Yeah, I've been watching a lot of the um, autumn or sorry the summer um, test matches like. They've been good, and New Zealand's actually getting beat these days, which is kind of exciting. Like, South Africa beat them. Um, Ireland beat them back in the middle of the summer. Um, mm-hmm. And now the rug, like the Bledisloe Cup – well, it used to be called the Bledisloe Cup, but now I believe it's called the Rugby Championship because Argentina's in it. Um, Argentina had a big upset. Yeah, dude. They beat uh, Australia, and I, f- I forget. I know they beat Australia recently. Um but yeah, no, I've been watching rugby. Marnie's got this little subscription to Stan Sports, and then you just have to get a VPN to make to let them know you're in Australia, and it's pretty good. They've got all the games. Do a little bit of that VPN life, eh? Uh, <laughs> VPN, it put it in me. Yeah. What uh, What would you say is your most momentum? play these days like what are you doing that's bringing them or or what would you want to do mm, good i'll answer i'll try to answer both of those um a pretty big mo generator was in the property management biz lately i've just put like someone who owns a house who's a gardening client of mine and a dude who rented from me two years ago he needed like a four-month rental and he wanted like a four bedroom house. And I was said, Hey, I know a guy. And I reached out to my gardening client. I said, Hey, I've got this thing lined up. Uh, he knows of my like rates and commish. And he was like, yep, it's available. So then I emailed Joey, the renter. I was like, Hey, got this place. Here are the picks. He's like, yeah, looks great. And then I emailed Chris, the homeowner. I was like, Hey, he's in. And they were like, okay. There are the contracts, signed, sealed, delivered, 75K rental for three and a half months. 75K rental? Three and a half months. What are you getting on that? Four-fifths commission? Yeah, (laughs) four-fifths. Four-fifths. Actually, though, if like the opposite of four-fifths, so one-fifths. It's pretty freaking good. Yeah, it's great. Um, So, yeah. That's a mo. That was was just mo because it was kind of cool because – it came I, about from your yes contacts and yes. your just presence. Like, dude, the 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 person who owns the house, the client, 
gardening gardening client initially. The person who I rented to two years ago, the place they rented was a gardening client. So it's kind of nice. Like even though the gardening's kind of, I don't know, getting a little bit old, like actually being in the gardens, like stuff is blooming out of it. And that's kind of cool to see. And also just the fact that just email, like sending emails for 10 days and getting a pretty sick payout is just, it was kind of cool. It opened my eyes to that sort of side of things, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, that was dope. And something I'd like to be doing that would be generating Mo would be writing more in a journal, just sort of like jotting down. I'm, I try every couple months or month to just like, I'm like write more and I never do. And, but I'm reading now, which is great. Um, that's a thing. Well, that I think that's step one, man. Yeah. So I'm, I'm slowly Break just it down to its essential building blocks. Yeah. So yeah, those are two things. How about you, buddy? What's bringing me Mo is feeling like we're in the home stretch of this wedding. And man, I'm so freaking excited. <laughs> Nikki is the best. I have got the best wife ever yeah. and I'm thrilled. Nice. I can't wait for this wedding. Like, it's hard to get motivated for all the planning when it's so far out, but like it's not so far out anymore. So I'm pretty f- into it. Yeah. And like I said, buying all that booze was hype. <laughs> and uh, beep, beep, beep. what I want to do, I think you kind of inspired me with what you said. What I want to do to build my mows, I want to write something too. But I've gotten inspired on the course of this podcast. I want to like write something and incorporate all the titles of all our podcasts. <laughs> That nice. today. yeah and then somehow we, uh, maybe i can read it on the 50th yeah, on the 50th yeah dude like a like a mad lib yeah like kind of like a like a like, it's kind of a, a, a time capsule of the podcast and of our lives and like none of these titles really make sense but but they kind of do yeah know? dude like uh yeah no I, I really dig that man that's awesome you are a pretty pretty great writer man i know i've read that momentum poem that you wrote on the podcast a couple times but it's pretty it's pretty ripe still hangs up in my room man do you know what else is growing your mouth what you're just a freaking handsome chap aren't you oh oh you look good man. thanks buddy you look good thank you man you too dude you're freaking you dude you kind of have that uh hopper in the most recent yeah. season of Stranger Things vibe. Not really, like, I haven't even... Uh, not f- no, he, he's slim. And he's looking sexy. Is Hopper kind of like a sex symbol now? Now he's a sex symbol, yeah. Mm. He's still... So oh, like, no, spoiler alert, I guess. But you figured it out in the first episode. <laughs> he didn't. Hopper, die. there's monsters in my closet. Oh. Come over and check, oh. please. Yeah, some Stranger <laughs> Things porn. I haven't uh, haven't watched, bro. But who knows? Probably catch up by twenty twenty five. Yeah, you should get into it. It's pretty good. It's kind of scary, honestly. The season was legit scary. Did you ever have to turn the lights back on, or what were you, how scary are we talking? The, the first couple episodes, I when I turned it off, I was <laughs> hoping this fucking dude wouldn't come into my friggin' house and just fucking crack me up. What was his name uh, again? It was something. Whoa, like whoa, whoa, whoa. Spoilers, bro. Crack no, it's just it's just the guy's name. Uh it's like Rachnid or something. I don't know. The uh when you watch do you watch scary movies really ever? Not or really. not really, no. Do you think like if you watch a scary movie alone, would you have the lights off or 
or would you have him on? Yeah, I mean, if be I was, honest with yourself, I'd probably have him off if I was watching a scary movie alone and I was decided that it was something I was going to do. Yeah, forget I'd have the lights off. Do you think that when the movie was done, you'd be, be like a little bit edgy around your house? Like, oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. like, oh, brushing your teeth. You like maybe look behind you. Yeah, something that tripped me out when I was a kid was in the summers when we would, <clears throat> when uh, I was living at my parents' cottage, um, I would sleep in a cabin and hearing little animals out and about, mm. the like, oh, you, it could be a raccoon, but it sounds like a person coming to break in and fucking. Dude, it sounds like whatever your mind tells you it sounds like. Yes, exactly. So I, uh, I'm sure I've told you this probably a dozen times, but when the first time, one of the first times I ever went camping with Nikki we stayed in this old like kind of decrepit cabin but we're like oh this is kind of fun this is cool and Nikki wakes me up in the middle of the night she goes Joe there's a bear outside the cabin I'm like what she's like there's a bear outside the cabin and he's licking his lips (laughs) (laughs) and I'm like yeah I hear some shit but like there's no way it's a bear like he's smacking his lips together also you're in a cabin what does it matter? Well, it was like really run down, man. Yeah. It was like old rotten, like two by fours. Like I Dude, think if a bear, was it, if was a bear it, sneezed on it, it would be. Was that kind of, that sounds a little scary, morose to be sleeping <laughs> yeah. in there. I think I'd rather sleep in the friggin' woods. Yeah. We, we were kind of rookie. It was a rookie play to sleep in there. Yeah, so dude, that's turns like out, a bad vibe. Like, it, oh, it was – actually, it was kind of scary. I'm when Nikki woke me up, I'm like, fuck. Why did we sleep in here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, why did you listen to me? Yeah. But uh, it was actually a mouse yeah. that was scurrying about, and it, like, chewed her backpack and, like, was oh. in her backpack. It was like that Crazy. mouse when we were camping at um, Russet Lake that was just into the M&M's. At like three in the morning, all you heard was like, pack, 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 yeah, pack. yeah. Like little... He's licking his lips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, dude. Well, I'm pretty stoked for this wedding. I think everyone who is going is stoked. I think people that aren't even going are stoked for you and Nikki. Um, Alex yeah, Shred, if you hear this podcast, it's, yeah, it's real. It's call real. me, and I will give you an address. And a time, yeah. And you have to figure out the rest. Uh-huh. I will feed you. I will booze you. I will love you. Hug you. Dance with you. Nurture you. <laughs> Jerk you. <laughs> cry, cry a bit for you. But, uh... Oh, dude. So on the subject of my ombre, may I give a little special shout out? Sure. Dude, uh, Alex and Dana are pregnant. The world knows. Beep. oh shit yeah man dude uh i think it's uh early january due date i think that they're gonna name gonna come out with a six pack yeah i think they're gonna name him jimny yeah he's gonna come out with a six pack and then, and then a <laughs> jiminy <laughs> they're gonna name him jiminy i'm kidding no they're gonna name him friggin mirko <laughs> Uh, uh, no one's getting called Pinocchio anymore. What happened to Pinocchio as a name? Yeah, or like uh, puppet for everyone. Or Adolf. Yeah, Adolf took a hit in the popularity. <laughs> <test>. I, 
Yeah, I bet it was actually knifing up in like the late 30s and then pretty much. Oh, it probably... was probably. That's actually I think, kind of fucked. Dude, in the, at the beginning of the war, there was probably so many kids being called. Adolf. Yeah, and then. The it... leader. Yeah, and then you're like a teenager who was born in like 1941 and you're like. Ugh. Honestly, I could see the name. I could see Mussolini making a comeback. Yeah, I could see it being a cereal. <laughs> Uh, frosted mussolini yeah yeah or like a pasta's house dude i uh oh go on well didn't you say you had to go somewhere yeah i got i gotta go to rugby practice i'm pretty much ready to go though oh man 49 episodes Dude. What a what a time! I freaking love you, man. I love you too, buddy. It's, it's never never been a dull moment with you. That's yeah. the last shout out I want to give folks on episode forty nine. Shout me. out to uh, to Mark Shrett. He's never never shared a dull moment with this guy, and and I would say uh, something I love the most about our our dynamic, our relationship is how much we lift each other up, oh. and how we're always so complimentary of each other mm. it's just a very positive atmosphere it's very enjoyable to be around and to be a part of yeah it's quite I love nice you, i love you too buddy i really do it's quite nice if there's any way to do it it's i think it's probably the best to do it this way you know it's the only way i want to do it yeah well let's keep doing it then you down we may we allow uh okay folks thank you very much for joining us for another episode of best friends catching up we'd like to thank our sponsors who have been with us since day one especially this one the pelican fish market and grill they've got a new pos system emil was telling me all about it yeah i checked it out so smooth so smooth quicker no more fudging around at the table the servers all have those square terminals and they're like you want your bill and then they just flip the ipad and it's like here it is and you pay and you leave i fucking love that Mm. i love that shit i truly do and they can those square terminals like those ipad things are really good for waiters man they can like start like ringing in drinks like as they're talking to you and stuff it's great i think they actually install a uh a point of sale enema in you when you first walk in. Yeah, they microchip your so, <laughs> if you if you require your bill, um, you can just walk out the door unless you went to the washroom. Then you do <laughs> need to wait for your bill. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So good. Any other shout out sponsors you wanna do? I wanna do a big shout out to uh Charette Wealth Management. Oh yeah. And uh the Charette uh future baby fund. And I want to do a huge shout out to Estriel Mortgage Broker. Ayo. You know, I think we got a lot of people on this pod who are potentially uh, looking to get their first home. Yeah. And if you want a mortgage broker who's going to fucking get you a dope rate at absolutely zero extra cost to you, it's literally someone working for you for free. Boom. Just find a way to get a hold of me because I don't have Facebook or Instagram or anything. <laughs> So maybe comment on this podcast or something. Be like, you, yo, I you need can, a mortgage. You can figure out the channels. There's, If you want to get a hold of Joe, you'll be able to get a hold of Joe. So don't use or that as just, an excuse. Or just Google Esther Yell Mortgage Broker. And yeah, or you could do that. 
She's worldwide, you know? Make sure you mention Best Friends Catching Up and you'll get a free shed built with your house. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> folks. As always, if you made it this far, we love you. Uh, please be sure to share the podcast either in person or on your social media. Uh, rate it highly or... <laughs> or lowly, or but lowly. mostly highly. Yeah, one, one low rating every now and then isn't the worst thing in the world. And uh, yeah, just have a have yourself a good a good day, good week, Joe. Anyone you're gonna go reach out to before the wedding that you haven't talked to in a little while, dude, Johnny Arch. What the fuck? Okay, do you have his phone nah. number? No, no. Okay, more it. realistic one. Yeah. Um, Steve Piotic, old uh, brand for Harlequins. Okay, I like it. Um, for me, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do Robbie Ash. Mm, love Rob- that. Let me know how it goes. Roberto, um, Robbie Ash Jr. Dude, actually, his dad listens to the pod. A lot of pretty powerful people listen to this pod. <laughs> Our numbers, uh, our numbers are on a steady decline, but it, it's of the five listeners, they're mostly all CEO or equivalent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're on, like, they're on some boards. All our listeners are renting seventy-five thousand dollars for month uh, yeah. chalets. Let's, and... let's just say the net worth is high, um, which is good if any sponsors want to, you know, pony up and uh, monetize this bitch. Dude, I think rich people do enjoy freshly served and prepared seafood so of course they do bodes well for the pelican but anyway folks it's been uh it's been a treat episode 49 we'll Mm. see you again on episode 50 hopefully sooner than later but i will be married by then ciao